Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. Well, one of our wilder stories we covered this week on the show came out of Sherman Oaks in the Valley. On a stretch of Ventura Boulevard, businesses have been hounded by the homeless. Described as like one flew over the cuckoo's nest in an insane asylum, including one that hurled his own feces in a bag onto a business owner's SUV. That business owner is Paul Scrivano. He will join us because we have an update on the story from Fox 11 reporter Gina Silva. It's the arrest Sherman Oaks business owner Paul Scrivano thought would never happen. But they called me this morning and said, we're going to go make the arrest. And I had called on him before. I've called on other people before, and they had no appetite for making an arrest. Two days after Fox 11 News shed light on the homelessness crisis affecting Sherman Oaks business owners. Want to have a fight? LAPD officers arrest this man. Here's why. After openly defecating on Ventura Boulevard, the man then tosses a bag of his bodily waste onto Scrivano's SUV. I, I did not see it coming. Um, I was just trying to tell him to stop. Scrivano called his LA City Council representative, Nithya Rahman, and the police, but he says he was ignored. Thankfully, you guys came along, picked up the story, and then it got some national attention. And all at once, cops are calling me saying we want to go arrest him. On Thursday, the man being arrested accused Scrivano of harassment. So he keeps taking pictures of me. I threw the bag at him because he's rude. I had seen him doing it before, and I would st- and I would stop and say, you can't do that. You can't do that. And the city has services for you. So if that's harassment, guilty. 
The man arrested has been identified as Cameron Nehru. He faces a charge of throwing an object at a moving vehicle. Now, Alex Scrivano, even though he's been fighting for this for a very long time, he actually has mixed feelings about this arrest. He says he feels horrible that someone with mental issues was arrested, but at the same time, it is giving him hope because the LAPD officers who arrested this person are telling him they are going to do their best to find him housing. Uh, All right, that's Gina Silva from well, Fox 11 with an I, update. I don't want to be his roommate if they do find him housing. Yikes. Uh, uh, let's get You Paul. know the way, and the way the story sometimes spins, it's like, well, they're just neighbors having a dispute, right? Right. I know, exactly. I mean, there's, there's not a sense that this is the most insane. That this is wrong to begin with, right? Yeah, this is insane. This is beyond all reason in any civilized society. It's <laughs> amazing. Because he's not the only one there. If you saw her original story, there were many other bad actors wandering few, around yeah. in the neighborhood. All right, let's get Paul Scrivano on here. Paul. Hey, what's going on, guys? <laughs> yeah. You you tell us. So he's arrested. Is he in jail? Was he bailed out? What's his current status? Uh, as far as I know, he's being held. I also heard that um, uh, LEPD was uh, trying to contact the county in order to get him into, you know, some sort of, I don't know what they call it, intermediate housing or shelter or whatever it is. But they're also uh, issuing him a stay away order um you know for the for the charge of throwing an object at a moving vehicle and no that's hazardous waste <laughs> well throwing an object at a, throwing an object at a moving vehicle what you know a, it, what an absurd uh, charge that, that's the best they could do <laughs> that's all there was that, that, that's all they could get. For that's a, all they could get. For a you, bag of his own diarrhea. You think they were kind of shamed yeah. into this by the media coverage, don't you? Um, well, I, I, I know it. <laughs> I mean, there's no other way. I, for, first of all, I, I love LAPD. I support them, respect them. I've done everything for them throughout my career to help them. So this has nothing to do with them or their abilities. It's everything they're being told by the government and through their um, uh, Chief Moore, who's another politician. So the, so the captains and the cops on the street, God bless them. They're doing the best they possibly can with their hands cuffed behind their backs. So, but yesterday morning, um, you know, conference call with captain, two detectives, two senior lead officers, wow. you know, like they're getting ready to bust a drug ring or something. They'll call me and they say they're getting ready to, to make the arrest and that they want me to, you know, do the ID and stuff like that. And, um, you know, 10 minutes later, uh, they, they put him in, you know, they put him in cuffs. And they took him away. And, you know, I'm, I'll tell you, uh, like, like Gina said in the report, I, I called her afterwards, and I, I really am feeling really bad about this whole thing now. Like, he, yes, yes, he lives on the street. Yes, he poops on the sidewalk. And, yes, he threw it at me. But who put him there? And who left him there? And who doesn't offer him services the people that are supposed to are not doing their jobs. So I feel really bad for this guy that he had to be arrested because of me when it's not his fault. It's not his fault. It's, it's his embarrassment, his frustration, his, his, yeah, mental illness. But he's not the criminal here. Well, I, I, if, they don't, if they don't put him in some kind of uh, 
clinic for uh, mental health treatment if you can treat whatever is going wrong inside of him. This is a waste of time because he's not going to stay inside whatever shelter they give him. Or they give him some kind of yeah. a room somewhere. He's not going to stay in there. He's going to be back on the street where he's comfortable and has been for a long time. And he's still going to walk around half naked. And he's still going to take a dump in a bag. And he's still going to throw it at yeah. you. Well, once again, I go back to the fact that the city and county are not making these arrests or making these, you know, uh, making this a compulsory action that they pick these people up. They're giving them the choice for housing. So they're out on the street, they're naked, they're pooping, they're frankly dying in the heat and the cold, and the city does not pick them up. The city does not care, the city and county, I should say. They do not pick them up, they do not care. They give these people the choice. So if you had the choice of having to be in a room with no booze and no drugs, or be out on the street where you can roam and do whatever you want, you know, yeah. what are you going to do? That, that's the problem. It's, it's they make all this housing with the clean and sober requirement, so these people are like, well, F you. I don't want to go. If I have to be clean and sober, I'll, I'll stay out here. And that's, that's the biggest problem right now is, make, is giving these people the choice. Big problem. Have you seen uh, what happens, Paul? They're called wet houses when they let them go and do whatever they want. Yeah. What that place yeah. becomes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> becomes look, a look, drug man, house. I'll tell you what. And I'm, and I'm also tired of hearing the excuse that there's no money. So tired of hearing that excuse. Oh, no, there's money. I don't. We, yeah, we, I don't know if I told you guys the other day, but between Measure H, which was the county, and Measure HHH, which was the city, those two measures combined alone were $2 million a day for 10 years. $7.5 billion. I'm in real estate. Do you know what I could do with $2 million a day in capital infusion to build housing? Are you kidding me? For 10 years? crazy it's ridiculous it's a fraud it's criminal behavior it's negligence and the person in handcuffs should be nithia Raman, not this guy have you heard from her she's your councilwoman obviously and uh, she was cornered by gina silva and seemed yeah. uh seemed uh, a bit on the defensive when silva asked her can you imagine what it's like to have uh, feces thrown at you oh well, I was there. I was standing right on Gina's, uh, Gina's shoulder when we did that interview. Yeah. And here's the best part. Of, and here's the best part of that interview. First question out of Gina's mouth was, you know, Councilmember Robin, you have constituents who are complaining that you're not responding to their calls to help them. She looks right at me with that smarmy face and says, "Oh, you mean that constituent? That's yeah. how. That's how much disdain. Yeah. This woman has for and, business and contempt. It goes with her title. It goes with her title, Democrat Socialist. She hates businessmen. Hates. So you're getting what you deserve when he throws the bag exactly. of feces at your car. Exactly. Absolutely. Now, now which is great now because there's other people, Google right? There's, there's, Google there's other homeless. And see whose face pops up. <laughs> there's <laughs> other homeless people that you're dealing with, right? Not just this one guy that they removed. I'm telling you, it's, it's a parade every day, every single day. Assaults, um, trash all over the place, you know, uh, destroyed property every damn day. I'll meet you here at 7 o'clock every morning, and we'll do it together, and I'll show you. All right, Paul. I'm, I'm amazed you got the one arrest. I just, 
If they, uh, I, yeah, I just good had, luck. Let us know if uh, Cameron Nehru shows up again. Yeah, I got, I got no, no faith that it's going to go anything beyond the arrest. I, I don't know where you put a guy like this. It, they have to lock yeah, him up. I, they have to lock him up in some kind of mental uh, institution for a while until yeah, I, they figure out if there's a way to medicate him. I mean, he's really whacked. Yeah, frankly, John, I don't have much faith either. I, I really don't. If we have, if we have people like Nithya Raman in charge, if we have people like Sheila Kuehl in charge, handling this money. It's never going to end, ever. All right, Paul. We'll see what happens next. Uh, good right, work, though. You did a lot of good work. I thank, I thank you. I All thank right. you again and again for helping me shine a light on this. I yeah, really do. Yeah, we'll, thank we'll you. keep doing it. Paul thank Scrivano. You. And, yeah, uh, owner of the Blue Dog Beer Tavern in Sherman Oaks. And Fox 11, of course, uh, really brought this story to light with the incredible video that if you haven't seen the reports, you have to go watch. And Paul's the business owner who had feces thrown out his SUV by a man that's just been haunting him for way too long. And the update is that LAPD did show up and they arrested Camram Nehru well, for that, throwing an object at a moving vehicle. Because it was it was a, a lead story on Fox 11 on several of their newscasts. And then Fox News, the network, picked up on it. And then yeah. some other media outlets picked up on it. And 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 but the, but but Gina Silva's cameraman had to get the shot of the bag of feces flying and hitting the car. If you don't have that shot, no one's going to pay attention. No one's going to care. But people have to see that there really is bags of feces flying at private citizens and business owners, and that Nithya Raman doesn't care. Ay ay ay. John and Ken on KFI. Uh, we are live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. Paul Scrivano, our guest, who is just on the Sherman Oaks business owner, has been hounded by the homeless. Outside his business, said he was doing the math on all the money that they've raised to do mm. something about the homeless problem. He's like, $2 million a day. If you divide that by several thousand homeless people in L.A., you know, you, you get a sizable amount, like 700 bucks a day, that you could, you could spend directly on them to give them something, okay. whether it's mental health help or some other place that can hang out besides a sidewalk outside your business taking a dump in the street. Yeah. It's yeah, just and, incredible. And, like and, we said... It is the homeless industrial complex. Most no, of this money is eaten up by the middlemen. Yeah, the, the, the nonprofits in the homeless industry, many of them are fraudulent. And they just hire a lot of people. They take big salaries. They waste the money. and They send an outreach they, worker up there who just kind of walks away oh, because the person said, I don't, I don't want well, you. There's stuff done for show. At this point, all these nonprofits, they've been in this business for years, right? So they know exactly what works, and they know most of what they do does not work. But it, it doesn't matter because they keep getting funded by the government, so they keep getting paychecks. So and everybody's getting paychecks, and none of it ever has to work. You know the greatest example of that is Venice. Remember the big problem? The boardwalk at Venice was full of homeless people in encampments. Jerofino Ava came along, and uh, he took his outreach workers and his uh, deputies out there and they started an operation, and then uh, that dopey councilman, Mike Bonnet, was like, no, wait a minute, wait a minute, this is not your territory. So suddenly, he got the nonprofits that had been working for God knows how long doing nothing about the problem to go out there, too. And apparently, they did get some of the homeless to at least shuffle off somewhere else. But what I'm saying is, for years, that had been a problem on the Venice Boardwalk, and allegedly Bonnet and this nonprofit were trying to do something no. for the homeless, and they weren't. No, they weren't. They weren't. Doing... It was just a complete waste. They did... But because Villanueva lit, you know, a fire under them, they did do something finally, because between the two, 
the, the, the boardwalk got cleared. People still complain there's too many people in Venice. They just got shuffled off to another location, which is possible. It's probably where some of them ended up. Corruption but- is a way of life. These nonprofits know they have a corrupt existence. Bonin and the rest of people in government, all the homeless agencies in government, they know they're all running a corrupt racket. They're taking tax money, and they're 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 absorbing it. I mean, that, that's their paychecks. It's their expense accounts. They know what they're doing. They know they're not even trying anymore, and whatever they do try doesn't work. But nobody is calling them on it. Nobody's forcing them. The media is largely docile. I mean, Fox 11 is one of the few outlets that covers this in a meaningful way. But most of the other TV stations do not cover these stories. There are no print outlets, internet news outlets that cover any of this. So they can do this without any any spotlight on them. We cover it all the time. But it, it's it's just not enough. So they get up every day knowing they can get away with the scam with the racket. It's the way of life. It's like mobsters, right? Mobsters get up every day knowing that they're going to run their gambling ring, their drug ring, their prostitution ring, that it's wrong, it's hurting people, it's illegal, it's immoral, isn't it? But they still do it every day because it pays well. They're all getting a good cut, and they know that nobody really tries to stamp them out unless they get too out of line. The only so, hope I had was, ah, it was like a year ago now, there was a judge involved in these lawsuits against the city and the county over the homeless. Remember that story? And he said, you know what? I want us to, let's stop and let's get a full accounting as to how this money's been spent so far. Because he smelled something wrong too. Everybody well, knows how much has been raised it, 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 in taxes. It was David Carter. What happened to him? Yeah, I think it, I think it was David Carter, the federal yeah, judge. Yeah, well, the, and he this, was demanding. It was like, I want to see exactly how this money is spent, specifically where it's all gone, because we all have the same question. Goes for salaries. Because the response from the from the politicians, and the nonprofits is, well, we house people, but more and more people fall into homelessness every day. No. It's hard to keep up, so it requires more money. Yeah, right. There's there's a Greyhound bus with homeless uh, coming in every day. Yeah, that's what's happening. Nobody's very few are falling into homelessness here in L.A. They're bust in from other states. Most of these people are not from L.A. They're not from California. This is all all the law enforcement and politicians in the other 49 states have figured out what to do. If they have a bunch of riffraff in the street, they put them on a bus. They pay for the ticket. A great law cost solution. Now they're twenty five hundred miles away. That's what I would do. If I, if I ran some small city and I had, you know, five or 10 or 12 vagrants, I'd give them all a bus ticket and a bag lunch and say, go to Venice. You're going to end up on the beach. Trust me. You'll love it. All the drugs you want. Well, it's like the governors do with the migrants. They're yeah. going to send them somewhere where they think there's more services than Be- we have. Because you can't fix these people. And, and a smart politician or a smart law enforcement officer just puts the problem on a bus. Because you're not going to fix it. <laughs> and and that and that's what keeps these homeless agencies in business in L.A. Because they all know none of these people can be fixed. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, California's move to uh, total electrification. There's been a few developments, including one you may not be aware of. Did you know that diesel engines are racist? <laughs> if you did not know that, you will learn that. We'll also talk about this huge Tesla mega pack battery fire that happened up north. Really got underreported. It was so dangerous. 
there was a shelter-in-place order in Monterey County. <laughs> we'll explain what that thing is and what happened there, but it's one of the other dangers with trying to move uh, so quickly towards electrification. More coming up. John- uh, yeah, Johnny Kent Show on KFI AM640, live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. Demoted! Demoted! That's the headline. George Gascon, the L.A. County D.A., is exacting revenge. He's retaliating against some of the deputy DAs who have been outspoken about his dismantling of the criminal justice system in Los Angeles County. We'll talk to one of the demotees. They're not losing salary, but they've been moved down well, in they're, job. Well, they're some of the best deputy DAs in the department, and uh, they have been very public in their criticism of uh, George Gascon on our show and uh, elsewhere in the media. And uh, we're going to have John Lewin on. And you probably have heard him recently. He's been on several times. And uh, they're really successful. They do very complicated, high-profile cases, prosecuting very bad people. And for Gascon to demote them is part of the insanity that we're all uh, living under here. Well, you're not getting it. There's no longer bad people. Yeah, well, there are. I read an amazing... It was such a small story. I didn't want to do it because it felt like cherry-picking. But there was an incident in New York City at a park where it looks like a homeless guy killed a dog. Sorry, Deborah Mark. Beat it to death with a stick. So some of the neighborhood people were trying to form like a guardian angels group to look out for each other in case, you know, there's more homeless attacks on pets. And and, and someone, some of the group saw the social media posting for the meeting and they came and they just wanted to hound them. And one of the people interviewed said the most particular, peculiar thing I've heard in a while, but... It doesn't surprise me coming out of this vein to dismantle the criminal justice system. They said the following. Crime is just a social construct. Mm. And I, I just scratched my head. I read the quote. That basically that, you know, oh, we all just made this up. Determining well, what, no, what no, are no, crimes that, and that, what aren't. That's being taught in, in universities. That is that whole, right? No, no, it is. Uh, uh, well, a lot of things are social constructs, really. I mean, that's how civilization gets itself. Well, yes, you know, but that's how we construct a evolves, so, right? We construct a society. And we right. create... I'm sure when the first caveman bopped the other one over the head and oh. killed him, everyone just kind of looked around, maybe like animals in the forest, and just moved on, right? A social There's no con- crime there. Social- There's no such thing as crime. A social construct is a good thing. Uh, we, we, sure we, it is. Yes, that's right. De- defining crime is a social construct. Defining what civilized behavior is a social construct. And you need that for all of us to live and thrive. You have but to this have person that. was saying it right. like, oh, well, that's arbitrary. We need well, to rethink that. Well, this is a whole line of... Thinking and teaching in the universities. This so the homeless guy beating a dog to death, that's a crime? No, that's just your social construct. No. That's your imagination. Un- under that's their- you arbitrarily determining moral Look, behavior. I, I, I had, I've had three guys go through college. They've told me what goes on on the inside, what goes on you know, in some of the classrooms, the departments, the professors. They've read some of the books. This is a definite philosophy. That has got a lot of legs because a lot of the graduates who bought into this are now filtering into the media, the education system, uh, the university system, the entertainment industry, the advertising industry. They're, they're bringing this, you know, it's like it's not a surprise that, you know, in China and Russia, you have a lot of people who believed in communism, right? Because they were taught communism when they were very young and they bought into it emotionally. Well, now here in this country, you're having large numbers of young people who have bought into this social construct theory <laughs> or, or uh, you know, the, uh, the critical race theory, right? 
there really are critical race departments and professors and, 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 and books and, and classes on all this. And it, it extends to gender and it extends to uh, all, every possible interpersonal relationship that you could imagine. And it certainly extends to race. And, and, you know, I determined, so, I think what some of this came out of was, you know, in the 60s, they came up with the great social programs. And this was coming out of the dark period of the 50s with the segregation and racism. And so they came up. And I think what we're seeing now is this group that you're talking about, this wing, believes that those programs didn't work. Now what we need to do is just dismantle everything because at its core, the way just about everything works in this country is racist. Right. And it's look, it's infected the military, right? What were we reading yesterday in the Air Force? Well, that was a gender thing, right? Right. You, well, yeah, but it's all related. It's it's called intersectionality. And that's where you bring all these philosophies of race and gender and sex and class and however you can divide up people, right? You bring them all together because they're all related. The oppression comes from race. The oppression comes from gender. The oppression comes from, from white men. And, 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 it, and it's a comprehensive philosophy that you could spend, you know, eight, ten years studying in the university and get a doctorate and then write books and papers and spread it to more people. And it's very powerful. And they've gotten into government. I mean, you, you, Nithya Raman comes from that world. Mike Bonin comes from that world. They've gotten into the media. And that's why most of the media amplifies this. So, that, so, so you got in the LA Times, they will not, you know, if, if a homeless person burns down a church, like happened in the last week, that person will not be described as homeless. It, it's infected the Associated Press. It, 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 and, and then anybody who follows the Associated Press style book because they feel it's, it's biblical. So you have all these other media outlets following what the woke people at the AP think. And that affects all the coverage. And once that happens, then most of the public, regular people like you and I, don't hear things presented accurately anymore. And we don't even know it. We don't even know what's not being told to us anymore about all these issues. Well, that's why people have gone to alternative media forms. That's right. why some of the ones that you just described, they also go to Times, they're dying. Yeah. They're only drawing those people that agree with that kind of presentation. So my question is, is this a fringe fad or is this something that's really going to take hold in well, the country? Well, it, it, it's, it's, it started out as a fringe, but it's infiltrated the most powerful Is it going to go the of, way of Latinx, which was really a joke? You know, oh, sure. They'll, they'll have some misfires, right? I, I, don't, I don't think people are going to de deny their mom and dad. But <laughs> it has that whole thing. like the, the right, term, Mom, I'm no longer calling you mom. The term birthing person has actually made it into federal legislation. I mean, Nancy Pelosi was actually using that phrase birthing person to describe, you know, some legislation that they were, they were trying to get passed. So the thing is that the, these people um, are, are in all the uh, powerful institutions, because if, if you have a, a large presence in the media and you have a large presence, presence in universities and education, both high school education and elementary education, and you have a large presence in uh, Hollywood and advertising, well, those are the main channels that information goes into you know the normal person's brain right most of the channels you get are from the news media from hollywood entertainment from advertising from schools and your kids are getting it from their schools from colleges right they, they've got all the main channels of influence and so while the average person may just wave it away 
more and more people are going to be affected with this philosophy when they're young. And there's going to be more and more people believing it as, as time goes on in America because they've been indoctrinated early on. Indoctrination works. Very powerful in the communist countries. Very powerful in any dictatorial country. You, you, you wonder why people salute dictators and they march in line and they're obedient to whatever the government says. Well, that's drilled into them when they're in, in kindergarten. Look what religions do, right? Look how religious people used to be years ago. Like when we were growing up, most people were really religious and went to church all the time, synagogue all the time, and they worried about the commandments, and they worried about sins, and they went to confession and all that. Why'd they do that? Because when it was indoctrinated when they were five years old as kindergartners, and they really believed it, and they believed, many of them believed it until they died. Yeah, but... There's also a large percentage that have rejected it, and religion is now at lows in terms of people right. going to churches, and yeah, but some of it got we're, peeled off. Yeah, it 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 can come in and it can fade, but man, they're in power now. They definitely right. have the power. We'll get to the racist uh, diesel engines. Racist. When we come back, John and Ken Show on KFI AM640, live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. Well, after the California Air Resources Board and Gavin Newsom came after your uh, your gas-powered car— where we're going to ban the sale of new cars that are gas-powered beginning in the year 2030. They're now coming after uh, diesel trucks, the big rigs. The proposal would require medium and heavy-duty trucks entering ports and rail yards to be fully electric in just 13 years by the year 2035. I'm not even sure how possible that is in terms of the capabilities, if it's all electric on a big rig. but They don't have that capability yet. Because uh, because the the uh, the electric vehicles don't go very far, you can't you can't put it on a, on a heavy truck that's going to go long distance. There, there's simply no battery that exists that could power the truck for long distances. They're magically hoping it'll be there. Well, magical thinking is very common in delusional people. But now, the reason they did it is because apparently diesel engines are racist. Now. Going back to the conversation we just had in the last segment, this comes from kind of the same movement. Carb's statement is, Black and Latino populations experience significantly greater air pollution impacts than white populations. Communities in and around ports that move much of the nation's freight experience pollution on a national scale in their neighborhoods. So that's why well, the diesel trucks are see, racist. They're in and out of ports that apparently are surrounded by Black and Latino populations. See, I, I don't think they're banning diesel trucks because the trucks are racist. <laughs> I think they want to ban diesel trucks because they're trying to dismantle our economy and our way of life. They're trying to dismantle capitalism. Capitalism can't function in America without a delivery system. And diesel trucks are a huge, important aspect of it. But you can't sell that to people, so you have to browbeat them with a racism charge. A racism charge is preposterous. What you, happened to the old argument about climate change? And this is just a you know, diesel emits a lot of carbon. And why didn't they just do that? Why have to give us racism? Uh, that, because that's, it says that, here it is to fight climate change and it, to rectify a legacy well, of racist practices. It's to make you feel guilty. It's to make oh. so you do not respond with a counter argument. I or think a most people demand. just cry, just scratch their heads at that. I, as you like to yeah, say, normal people but, they don't get that argument. Yeah, but if you're in the cult. It makes perfect sense, and it and and it is effective on some people. They have made inroads by making people feel guilty about racism, and making feel guilty about harming the planet. 
Uh, look, look at the stories we do about uh, the emotional insta- instability of many young people who fear that the planet is coming to an end. It, it, it has a psychological effect, and maybe they grow out of it over time. Now, one thing we have to watch out for when we're moving towards this all-electric world, uh, we go up to Monterey County in Northern California where there was a shelter-in-place order put out because a Tesla Megapack caught fire. Now, this is not a car battery. This is a gigantic battery. They use it to enable grid operators to move extra capacity between counties or states, and also to ensure that power from intermittent sources can be stored and used when demand is higher. This would be the idea behind storing Mm -hmm. solar and wind power. So when this thing caught fire, this is up in Monterey, they, this is a, at a PG&E facility, they got a little nervous because these batteries, their, their, general, their general lithium ion battery, the fires can emit, can emit toxic uh, elements like hydrochloric and hydrofluoric acids. So they closed some roads and put some shelter in place orders out for residents. So as much as everybody's like, well, climate change, we got to move away from uh, uh, fossil fuels. Be careful, too, about your batteries, because uh, some of these can be dangerous, too. A hundred and eighty two and a half megawatt Tesla Megapack. They eventually bought the fire under control. But this is just an example of you just got to be careful. Don't do Embrace this technology too fast before well, you know what you're dealing with. Well, lithium batteries overheat and start fires. Yeah, they all don't the let time. you bring them like uh, they don't let you right. put them on planes in your. Yeah, bring on planes. Uh, lithium battery caused uh, burn that uh, ship uh, in Santa Barbara. Remember the uh, the diving. Oh, the, that's the right. Diving the boat. dive boat. And what was yeah. the other thing that happened just the other day? Uh, a lithium battery caught fire, and there was there was some something burned down just uh, within the last week or two. <laughs> no, they're 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 dangerous. And um, the battery, again, feel like I'm repeating myself over and over, but just like what we were discussing in the last segment, there simply isn't the technology developed yet on a mass scale. It's, it's very experimental, and they're running into all kinds of problems. They, they can have a prototype that works. They can have something that works to, to a very small capacity. But the idea that they have at any, probably in our lifetimes, you're going to have large-scale battery capacity to store wind and solar energy, that's simply not going to happen. It's more delusional thinking. All right. L.A. County Deputy D.A. John Lewin is coming on the show next. Apparently, there's been a move by George Gascon to demote senior L.A. prosecutors who apparently criticized him publicly. Talk about it next. Uh, John and Ken show. KFI AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Deborah Mark live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. 
let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 